If you run a business, Bank of Clark County has you covered. Offering cash management services to automate and simplify your business banking, streamlined digital banking, and merchant payment processing that's a one-stop solution. Plus, Bank of Clark offers corporate credit cards that help you optimize capital, organize expenses, and enhance your business. Whether you're looking to earn points faster or lower your APR, Bank of Clark County has the card that's right for you. Member FDIC. Check out the latest footwear innovation from Adidas, the Zero Adios Pro 2, which features carbon fiber energy rods that are both lightweight and precisely tuned for a more anatomical transition. Everything from the ultra-light polyester upper to the re-sculpted midsole and the reinvented outsoles are designed for speed. Visit adidas.com to learn more today. You're listening to Wellness Talk with your host, George Batista. to be with all of you today. I'm George Batista. This is Wellness Talk, your weekly health and wellness update. Wellness Talk goes over the latest news in health and healing, nutrition, fitness, and everything we can do to do things naturally, to live a long and healthy and happy life. This show is for educational purposes only. It is not intended as a treatment for any kind of uh, uh, disease. It is not intended as a substitute for professional medical advice of any kind. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, prevent, or cure any illnesses. So always consult your physician when wanting to make major changes in health or embark on any health programs. You can go to georgebatista.com where you'll find me and you can do some consulting with me there. You can go to Facebook uh, forward slash wellness talk to read the articles, which I always post on a weekly basis. And you can uh, email me any questions you have throughout the week at wellnesstalk at hotmail.com. And the, the stuff that we're going to go over this week, uh, first thing we're going to talk about is how your gut flora influences your brain development. This is new science. This is from Wellness Resources. We're going to talk about how cardio and weight training reduces access to healthcare in seniors. So those of you who uh, know seniors who um, need to get back into some physical fitness, uh, you should definitely show them this article because this is this is uh, mainstream medicine. This is from Science Daily. Next, we're going to talk about the health benefits of mushrooms. So we're going to talk about different types of mushrooms and uh, and consuming mushrooms and how good that is for you on a regular basis. And one of the biggest things that uh, Americans are failing on, and that uh, we're going to talk about that as well, as we're going to talk about how exercise um, is, uh, well, we're going to talk about the numbers and the percentages of people that exercise on a regular basis and how Americans are failing at this. So this is important. Then we're going to go over chia seeds. And how uh, chia seeds, uh, the nutritional profile of chia seeds, and how, and the 
really, really amazing things that chia seeds do from gut function to blood sugar to brain function, all different types of things that chia seeds are important for. And time permitting, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to address uh, Angelina Jolie because there was some big news that came out uh, on her, as well as Bruce Lipton, who has a great article regarding epigenetics and how that ties into the whole situation. So uh, hopefully I can get to that this week. All right. Uh, first off, we're going to talk uh, about an article from Wellness Resources. As always, we cite <clears throat> uh, information from there because he's always on the edge of uh, you know the cutting-edge science that comes out. It's Byron Richards. So we're going to talk about how gut flora influences brain development. Now, the latest science suggests how the digestive tract evolves in the first few years of life. So when you're, you know, when you're growing, you're born, and and how your gut uh, is actually going to influence your traits and behaviors later on in life. This is very important. Now, this is new science. Now, uh, it's already clear that the human genome relies on the gut genome to produce a variety of signals that sustain human health, basically. So, in essence, the human genome uses gut genomic activity as worker bees uh, to sustain the queen bee, which is the body itself. Now, this has a, you know, this has clear survival advantages uh, because it wouldn't require too much energy for the human genome to do it all, you know, all the work by itself. So, now we've got new research that's coming out that this is, this is kind of breaking the mold of of uh, what we think about <clears throat> as far as the gut and how it influences disease itself, uh, it's it's a whole new understanding of what is actually happening with the gut itself. Now, it, it's implying here that the uh, contents of the gut, and you know, obviously your gut has more flora in it, bad and good flora, than your entire body put together. So it's talking about how. The, when you're born and you know, and when you're growing, your gut uh, activity actually uh, influences brain development in the first few years of life, and then influences brain function later in life. So it has a really, really big impact on this. Now, one study looked at mice, and this was, you know, this was obviously animal studies or rodent studies. One study looked at mice bred to have no digestive bacteria. Now, this gave researchers the option of introducing bacteria at will, enabling them to compare the mice without bacteria to the mice with normal gut flora. And all, <clears throat> all, the, all the while, they were measuring genomic signaling. Now, researchers had found that no bacteria, that the no bacteria mice exhibited uh, significantly more hyperactive and risky behavior as adults. And if they were... <clears throat> Excuse me. If they were given normal bacteria early in life, they grew up in the same. They grew up with the same normal uh, behavior traits as the control mice. So, if they were given normal bacteria later in life, the hyper risky behavior was already established. And you know, you know, this is this is very significant. So, basically, what they're saying here, and one of the jo- one of the doctors was saying here as part of the study, is that that this data suggests. That there is a critical period earlier, early in life when gut microorganisms affect the brain and change the behavior later in life. Now, in other words, 
uh, gut flora influences the proper formation of brain structure in, uh, in the he- and the healthy plasticity of the nerve networks. So although this is an animal study, the, uh, the data goes a long way in helping to you know, explain that many human mental health issues uh, and you know this may shed a new understanding as far as health issues and mental issues in general because you have to understand that you know what a lot of psychiatrists and a lot of doctors don't acknowledge is that a lot of <clears throat> and and it's and more understanding is coming out of this that a lot of different types of disorders from ADHD to mood disorders to uh, cognitive decline to even autism and all those types of things are influenced by gut activity. So in other words, when you're a child and you're dealing with, you know, issues like high sugar diets, when you're dealing with stress, when you're dealing with, uh, you know, especially things like uh, overuse of pro, I mean, overuse of antibiotics, which is, which is going on now, it's been going on for many, many years, um, that influences your brain uh, later in life, you know, especially as you're growing, as you're growing up. So, of course, they don't, you know, they, a lot of doctors and, 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 and psychiatrists and all that don't look at that type of issue. But we're seeing that that does play more and more of a role in that. So, again, you know, as you're growing, my suggestion is always to make sure your child has a good diet. Try to stay away as much as possible from the antibiotics, if, if at all possible. Of course, if your child needs an antibiotic, you know, and there's no other choice, then, yeah, you do what you need to do. But again, just keep in mind that antibiotics are overprescribed uh, and have been overprescribed for a long period of time. Try to keep the sugar low in your children's diet as well, and 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 you know and and the stress as low as possible. Um, because again, all these types of things influence your health in general, but mainly influence your gut activity and your gut flora. And you know, the more sugar you're adding on to a child that already has gut imbalance, that's just that's just making it more probable for them to be have, you know, tend to have uh, problems later in life, whether it's uh, mental issues, whether it's anxiety, whether it's, you know, frequent colds, frequent, um, you know, infections, whether it's sinus infections, you got to remember that, that these types of things, especially, um, especially bad gut bacteria that has, gone crazy in the digestive tract forms what's called oxylipins and oxylipins travel throughout different areas of your body including your chest or your um the mucosal linings in your lungs and they could they can uh form gangs in your lungs which lead to things like bronchitis and asthma and those types of things but they can also uh permeate the blood brain barrier and they could actually cause different issues in the brain as well Okay, this is what the new science is showing. So um, make sure, again, that, you know, children's gut balance growing up is very, very important because, um, you know, later on in life, it's showing that it has significant impact. Next, Science Daily, mainstream science. This is cardio and weight training reduces access to health care in seniors. Well, this was a study published in the online journal Plus One. And it's showing how lifting weights and doing cardio can also keep the doctors away, not only apples. So this is significant. Now, this, now this is interesting because 
<clears throat> they followed 86 women aged 70 to 80 years old who were randomly assigned to participate in weight training classes, outdoor walking classes, and balance and toning classes. Now, the balance and toning classes were things like yoga and Pilates, and they, they followed them for a period of about six months. And all participants uh, have mild cognitive impairment as well as recognized risk factors for things like Alzheimer's and, and dementia and things like that. Now, they found that those who participated in the cardio and weight training program incurred fewer health care resources. So, in other words, they had to go to the doctor less. They didn't have to, you know, they didn't have to take as many tests and lab tests and things like that for various conditions. They just didn't have to go to the hospital or the doctor as much as the other people. Now, compared to those who, who were in the balance and toning classes like Pilates and yoga classes, which is good for you as well, but those went to the doctor more frequently and had to, you know, take various tests and things like that. So, um, you know, that is significant because, you you know, again, a well-rounded program for seniors is always recommended. Now, yes, you know, you're going to gain some time of health from things like Pilates and yoga and, and toning and, and, and stretching and balancing. That's all very important, and I'm a big advocate of that. Okay, and those of you who listen to this show know that I am. However, I don't think that, in essence, that is the uh, be-all and end-all of exercise or of, you know, those are good stress reduction techniques as well. But again, the be-all and end-all of exercise, you know, especially as you get older because you're losing muscle tone, you're losing bone as you get older. Things like sarcopenia this, uh, starts to set in, especially when you're getting into your 70s and 80s. You want to keep your your muscle tone as intact as possible, and the only way you're going to do that is by putting a little bit of a little bit of more weight bearing exercises. Now, obviously, if you're dealing with issues, you know, if you're dealing with arthritis and those types of things, yeah, you have to, no matter what, you have to make sure you're taking it easy and not doing as much because you know the older you get, you can't train like you were when you're 30 and 40. It's as simple as that. However. But if you do add a little bit of weight training and a little bit of cardio to your exercises, as well as the Pilates and the yoga, and just have a well-rounded type of uh, protocol, then you're talking about uh, a significant, significant um, impact on your health. Because you have to remember that also, as you get older, growth hormone is secreted by the uh, demand on your muscles and the demand on your body in general. So you can secrete growth hormone even as you get older. But again, there has to be some demand put on you. Now, obviously, seniors, if you want to start some exercise programs, you go to your doctor first to make sure that you can speak with your doctor about it before you embark on that type of thing. But this is, again, mainstream medicine that is showing that uh, those who embark, uh, those seniors embarking on cardio and weight training, which is definitely possible, think about this. There was um, those of you who know about the, you know, the uh, the recent bombings in Boston, which was, you know, obviously a tragedy in and of itself. But one thing I did find that was that was inspirational to me was that one of the people who was running that Boston marathon was actually uh, a man in it well into his seventies. And this was, I think, like his sixth or seventh marathon that he ran. And, you know, he was a normal marathon runner. This is a man in his 70s who was running a marathon like nothing. It was not even an issue for him. You know, but yet, how many people do we know that are 50 and 60 years old, not even 70 yet, who could barely get up from the couch? 
So obviously this person was uh, a regular runner, regular exercise, you know, kept himself in very good shape. And when they interviewed him, you know, after the whole Boston bombing thing, they interviewed him and the guy was, I mean, the guy not only was just cognitive, his, you know, his brain power, just the way he spoke, he was absolutely there. But he, you know, you could tell he was in fantastic shape. So, you know, you have to really look at that whole that whole situation as far as getting older and just making sure you're keeping yourself in shape. Okay, next we're going to talk about the health benefits of mushrooms. Those of you who like mushrooms, we're going to talk a little bit about mushrooms and what they can do for you. And... Um, and just how you can incorporate them into your meals. Now, let's talk a little bit about mushrooms. This is from Mercola.com. Dr. Mercola is always uh, another one who's on the leading edge of science and always talking about the newest stuff. Now, this is um, an article here. He talks about mushrooms contain some of the most potent natural remedies on the planet. Of the 140,000 species of mushrooms forming... Uh, forming fungi, scientists familiar with only 10% of that. Okay, so 10% of 140,000 species of mushrooms. Think about that. Now, let's talk a little bit about it. About 100 species of mushrooms are being studied for their health-promoting benefits, but it's important to get mushrooms, if at all possible, eaten organically. Why? Because they absorb and they concentrate whatever they're grown in. So, and that's good or bad. So, if they're grown in things that, you know, that are bad, they're going to absorb that as well. Now, this is what gives mushrooms their potency. Now, mushrooms are known to concentrate heavy metals also, as well as air and water pollutants. So, you know, you know, try to, you know, try to get the either, again, the organic ones or the ones that are grown in healthy uh, growing conditions. Now, uh, one of the active medicinal compounds found in mushrooms is, uh, is called cordyceps, which has been identified as a potential cancer drug. Now, more recent studies suggest that it has, uh, it's also known for its potent anti-inflammatory characteristics that may be helpful for those suffering from asthma, rheumatoid arthritis, renal failure, and stroke damage. Okay, so those, those are the compounds that are in mushrooms. Now, there was a recent uh, pub, uh, published article in uh, the FASEB Journal, and it was uh, nine studies on mushrooms that were also uh, presented at the Experimental Biology 2013 um, conference, which detailed a wide variety of health benefits, including weight management, improved nutrition, uh, and you know increased diet. Okay, increased uh, increased vitamin D levels through your diet. Consuming dried whole but mushroom extract was found to be as effective as taking a supplemental vitamin D2 or D3 for increasing vitamin D levels. Okay, and improved immune function. Okay, these are all things that mushrooms have been known to help you with. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit more. Now, mushrooms are also an excellent source of antioxidants. And it, um, because in general they contain polyphenols and selenium, which are common in the plant world. Selenium is also important for for you know it's not only one of the main antioxidants in your body, but it's also important for thyroid function and the conversion for to, for of uh, thyroid in your in your system from T4 to T3 to help mitochondria. Now, they also contain antioxidants that are unique 
to mushrooms, such as antioxidants ergothionine, which scientists are now beginning to recognize as the master as a master antioxidant. Now, interestingly, it's 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 an amino acid that contains sulfur, and sulfur is very very important as well for human health. So that's another thing. Various varieties of mushrooms include shiitake, which is a popular culinary mushroom used in dishes around the world. Uh, we also have the reishi mushroom. That's R E I S H I. And uh, that is primarily in China, but it's called the mushroom of immortality. That's kind of the uh, nickname that is given to it. And it's, it's actually been used medicinally in Asia for about for, for thousands of years. Okay, so that's, that's, and that type of mushroom is also known for antibacterial, antiviral. It's known as uh, immune system upregulator. It's good for normalization of blood cholesterol levels and blood pressure and for the reduction of prostate-related urinary symptoms in men. Then we have the turkey tail type of mushroom, which is, no, uh, which is also known as the cloud mushroom. And they've done studies on that which show that it improves immune function when uh, they were given daily doses to women which, with different types of breast cancer. Um, they've, they've shown that it enhances uh, immune status in different types of cancer patients and is also being studied for its properties as well as uh, um, is, its use in different types of infections, including candida albicans and E. coli and streptococcus and pneumonia. And then we have the... the uh, uh, what's called the Hema, um, I can't even say this right, but it's a Hememataki mushroom, or called the Royal Sun uh, agaricus mushroom, which is a native of the common button mushroom. And this type of mushroom was cultivated in the East until fairly recently, and now it's very popular natural medicine used by almost half a million Japanese. So, all these different varieties of mushrooms are excellent for you and are in many, and many parts of the world being used for medicinal purposes. Now, you know, again, it's always good to get it, um, if at all possible, organic. So get your mushrooms organic if you can. Best ways to eat them. I mean, some people eat the raw mushrooms. Some people saute it lightly. I would suggest maybe a light saute if you can. And... Um, Check out the latest footwear innovation from Adidas, the AdiZero Adios Pro 2, which features carbon fiber energy rods that are both lightweight and precisely tuned for a more anatomical transition. Everything from the ultra-light polyester upper to the re-sculpted midsole and the reinvented outsoles are designed for speed. Visit adidas.com to learn more today. Grand Canyon University, a Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering over 200 engaging programs online. GCU invests in high demand areas such as nursing, teaching, and the sciences. Students engage with faculty who become partners in your success. GCU's online students received over $100 million in scholarships in 2020. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you qualify for. But mushrooms can be used great in salads, great in all types of dishes, even in, you know, even in all types of uh, sandwiches and stuff like that. So mushrooms, who knew? All right. 
Okay, next, Americans fail on exercise. Well, we're going to talk about this is from uh, um, John Barron. And this was a study conducted by scientists at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention in Atlanta, Georgia. And they found that close to 80% of adults in the United States do not meet the government's recommendations for weekly exercise. Now, this was a survey uh, that was done. And there was a survey question. They, they questioned about 450,000 randomly selected people 18 years and older across the country. And they... And basically what they established is the minimum amount of exercise was supposed to be 2.5 hours weekly of moderate intensive aerobic activity or one hour of 15 minutes of intense aerobic activity or some com- you know, some combination of the two. And this is what the results that they found. Sadly, a mere 20.6% of the subjects were reported reaching these recommended totals. Now, by gender, they broke it down to approximately 23% of men, 18% of women who are getting enough exercise according to the standards used. The group with the highest percentage of exercises at 31% were those between the ages of 18 and 24. Now, this could potentially be a positive in that younger people uh, younger people are understanding the importance of physical activity and may continue to exercise as they age. But the older folks are the ones that actually weren't exercising as much. So... You know, I guess it's a positive for the younger folks, but this is, you know, older folks are the one that probably need it more than the younger folks that really think about it. But, um, you know, you have to remember that those age 65 and over feasibly have at least a spare time because a lot of them are retired or heading towards the retirement. Um, and they should be the ones, you know, really, act- you know, exercising more because, you know, generally they usually have more time. But uh, it seems like it's not that way. So this is, um, you know, this is not really good because, again, you know, those those of you getting older on in years need to continue that exercise trend. So you know, while re- now while regular exercise can definitely help, you know, with weight loss and maintenance, you know, maintain a healthy weight. It also been proven as a stress, you know, reducer, improves quality of sleep. Uh, improves energy levels and stuff like that, but you got to get up and do it. You got to get up and do it. It's just as simple as that. So, you know, I'm hoping this improves as you go, but, you know, more more and more people are going to the gym, but at the same time, it seems like the younger people are keeping healthier than the older people. So, uh, you older folks out there, please get out and start at least some walking, some basic walking, some basic exercise, because we definitely need to, we, we need you guys to do it. All right, next, we're going to talk about chia seeds. Let's talk about chia seeds' nutritional profile. Well, let's, chia, chia seeds are an ancient fuel. Okay, They've been used for centuries by some of the world's healthiest people. And they're, 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 you know, a lot of people call them uh, super seeds because they contain an abundance of life-enhancing nutrients, including omega-3 fatty acids, uh, antioxidants, they help supercharge your health in a lot of ways, and you can supplement them. Put them in your, put them in your smoothies. Put them in your cereal. Put them wherever you want. And the Aztecs. This was a little bit of uh, a little bit of um, history here. Chia seeds are native to South America, and uh, they were they were used by you know big tribes like the Aztecs and the Mayans, and uh, these tribes considered chia to be more valuable than gold. 
So how about that? Now, the Aztecs would traditionally consume chia before going into war because, uh, you know, it helped them with energy and stamina as they fought in different types of wars and stuff like that. So uh, let's talk a little bit about chia seeds as far as nutritional profile. Chia seeds boost an array of flavonoid and polyphenol antioxidants, including quercetin, uh, glorogenic acid, caffeic acid. It has three times the amount of antioxidants as blueberries for equal volume. Um, it's also loaded with small chain omega-3 acid and alpha-linoleic acid, as well as fiber, okay, um, soluble and insoluble fiber. So this is key. This is key here to add this to your diet, obviously. Helps to improve, improve blood sugar sensitivity. Now, they've known to include healthy fats, healthy antioxidants, clean proteins, uh, they contain no sugar and very uh, minimal amounts of non-fibrous carbohydrates. And uh, this combination is perfect for healthy blood sugar levels and sustained energy as well. Uh, chia seeds help with healthy gut function. Uh, the healthy gut bacteria in our digestive tract depends, to, you know, depends upon you know, to thrive off different forms of fiber. Now, sugar is the enemy of these life-giving uh, mechanisms because it feeds on the parasitic organisms that are uh, in competition in your gut. Okay, so chia is made up of essential fats, anti-parasitic and antioxidants. It is a perfect nutritional blend to build up the healthy gut as you go. And it, and also, the chia fibers are able to absorb ten times their weight in water, which helps to hydrate the colon and to move toxins out of the gut. This is good. This is very good if you want to, you know, start to detox and eliminate a lot of the toxins in there. Chia seeds are also loaded with omega three uh, fatty acids and neuroprotective antioxidants. Again, which help to cross the blood brain barrier and boost mental function. So, how can you use your chia seeds? You can get them at your local health food health food store if uh, if you can. Use them in your dishes. Um, use them in, you know, cereals, smoothies, baked goods. If you're bake, if those of you who like to bake them, you can bake them in your baked goods, and um, just add them to your overall diet on a regular. You know, my suggestion would be, to, you know, to add two or three tablespoons in a superfood smoothie every day, or in your protein powder, and you'll be on your way. You're good to go. All right, chia seeds. So, again, another another super antioxidant and another superfood to add to your daily regimen. Now, uh, I just want to talk a little bit about, um, very quickly, I'm not going to get in, you know, really into it. Um, those of you who have listened to this show know, know that I've talked about epigenetics, uh, and I'm a big believer in epigenetics. And the science in epigenetics is is, is still in its infancy. It's only, I, I don't know, what, 20, 20, 20 uh, maybe 15, 20 years old. But epigenetics and, and the short, you know, the short line of it is that epigenetics is basically they've established that um, your genes, which now you know a lot of doctors and a lot of uh, you know a lot of the media talks about how they're trying to blame your genes for a lot of the illnesses that are out there, whether it's cancer, heart disease, diabetes, uh, even obesity. They're saying obesity is in the genes now. They're trying to come up with an obesity pill. And all these different types of things, and blaming your genes for it, saying you actually absolutely have no control over it. And epigenetics now is actually completely the opposite. And now the science is proving more and more that epigenetics is 
exactly the way things are, basically, that about 5%, and they've established this, about 5% of uh of your of of you know five percent of illness now is actually related to genes and the rest is a lifestyle component okay so 95 percent of illness out there is lifestyle component five percent is gene related and the part that is gene related is now being studied and known through epigenetics that you can actually change your genes you can actually turn gene switches on and off there's thousands and thousands and thousands of reviews and studies and articles and and all different types of uh, meta-analysis on this showing that you can, that that the way you think the way you eat and your lifestyle in general can turn on and turn off genes in your body okay this is the science now that is coming out a lot of doctors and a lot of mainstream science are refusing to acknowledge this but Eventually, there's going to come a point where they can't refuse to acknowledge it anymore because it's just going to be an overwhelming science. That's my opinion, that it's going to be that big, but it's just coming out more and more and more. People like Dr. Dean Ornish are talking about it. Bruce Lipton are talking about it. Dr. Gary No, And it's, it's, you know, it's just, you're just seeing it. You're seeing it. This is how you explain things like the placebo effect. This is how you explain the nocebo effect. And the placebo effect basically is when you have somebody with an illness um, and you do, you know, let's say they're part of a study, you, you give them some kind of pill and tells them that, tell them that the pill is going to, let's just say, take away or cure whatever their illness is going to be. But the, the pill is actually not a, an actual pharmaceutical drug. It's a, um, it's a sugar pill. Per, of course, the person doesn't know this, but because the person has a belief that that pill will work, that so as they're taking this the belief makes it so and the belief actually helps that person improve their condition and sometimes even reverse their condition that is the placebo effect in general and that happens on a on a regular basis there's studies on this for there's been studied on this for many many years well bruce lipton in this article and i read this article i thought it was fantastic talks about this actually an interview with him and he is a science, he's one of the leading scientists on this. Okay, now Bruce Lipton, just for, for those of you who don't know, uh, he is a PhD from the University of uh, Virginia at Charlottesville, and he um, he went on to the University of uh, Wisconsin School of Medicine, where he was an associate professor of anatomy, of anatomy, and he actually was a uh, you know he was actually a teacher. He was you know he was a professor teaching anatomy to you know to doctors okay so he knows what he's talking about basically so i want you guys to you know definitely read this article because it really will change your aspect and your thinking about this because he talks about how your subconscious mind influences your beliefs from when you're six years old on your subconscious mind is a collection of habits and those habits influence what you do later on in life so you know, if you listen to, you know, people that saying, well, the, you know, you're, you can't do anything about your genes and stuff like that. Well, read this article because this article is completely changes that paradigm and talks about how the way you think, and again, this has been shown, this has been proven, the way you think will influence your blood chemistry, in turn, influencing how your cells manifest. 
influencing how your cells grow and what they do. So your environment influences what your cells do. And that all comes from your thinking. Okay, So if you believe you're going to get better, many times you get better. Um, you know, this is, this is part of it. And again, and this is what I talk about when I talk about wellness in general, because my wellness package includes not only doing the actions, okay, so you're doing whatever it is, you're taking the supplements, you're, you're, you're exercising, you're eating right, those are the actions, those are the physical things, but also it includes the stress management and the belief system and the changing in the belief system knowing that what you're doing is the right thing for you and having the uh, having the positive thoughts now we know that positive thinking in and of itself is not going to cure anything but that combined with the actions is is going to make a difference okay so but again it's a we a rewiring of the brain that has to happen so this is very important, and again, this is a very, very important article. And the reason why I cite this is because, you know, there's, there was, you know, obviously, those of you who are listening to, you know, the news, and obviously many of you heard about Angelina Jolie, who did a, um, did a double mastectomy because she was told that she's got the gene for, for uh, breast cancer, and that she's got an 80, 87% chance of of developing breast cancer and because her 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 mother also had breast cancer and, and passed away from breast breast cancer as well now i uh you know just my quick comments on this thing on this whole article here you know i support angelina jolie's um I support her right to make the decision for herself because obviously, you know, health freedom is very important. And if you decide you want to undergo a procedure like that, that is your right to do so. Okay. The only the issue that I have with it is twofold. Number one, Angelina Jolie is one of the biggest stars and icons in the world. Obviously, she's got access to numerous resources, and she's a very she's a big influence over other young people out there. And what I'm thinking about is that, it, was she thinking about um, other young people out there who may run out and see this and go to their doctor and see if they're tested, uh, you know, get tested and see if they have this gene. And if they do start chopping off, you know, for lack of a better term, start using these radical procedures to try to ward off breast cancer. Okay. Now, that's one of the problems I have for, with this because... Um, you know, when you make a statement like this and when you when this types of thing comes out, you have to consider how many people out there, especially young, impressionable people, what they how they view these celebrities and how they follow what these celebrities do. And, you know, these celebrities also have to think about these types of things. That's number one. Number two, you know, I'm sure that Angelina Jolie's doctors didn't tell her that. There's many different types of choices out there uh, besides radical mastectomy, many different types of choices where you can actually suppress the BRCA1 gene that, uh, that people carry, okay? Again, genes are not set in stone. I don't care what anybody says. Genes are not set in stone. And again, this is why I refer back to epigenetics because, you know, if you really want to know how genes actually are working now in relation to your body, 
read the science and epigenetics and you'll you'll see how this works so again you can genes can be turned on and off in your body now i'm not saying i have all the answers because i don't but um you know as a person who who uh had people in their own family who were stricken with uh breast cancer okay close i mean very very close in my family in my sphere of influence as a person who's been in the doctor's office with the oncologists and have uh, been there when the diagnosis was presented and have asked questions of these oncologists um, when they've talked about these radical types of procedures, I've seen firsthand how many of these oncologists and these doctors browbeat women and how they practically forced them into these different types of radical situations. Okay, I've seen it firsthand. I've been there. So, and those of you who have friends or family who have had breast cancer, or who are who are dealing with breast cancer, or you know those types of things, you know how scary and how um, how scary and how um, you know yeah how scary a diagnosis of cancer can be. You know that if whether you've know somebody or it happened to yourself, you know how your whole world changes. You know how that creates so much anxiety and fear in your body because it's 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 you know it's the life changing thing, okay? And it, there's no two ways about it. And for a woman, you know who who has cancer one in, in an area that is a sensitive private area, this is one of the biggest issues here, okay? So. My thing is this, you know, again, I support her decision, but again, there are so many different, um, there are so many different, um, how could I say, um, ways to go about this. You know, not once did they, not once in the op-ed piece with Angelina Jolie did they talk about lifestyle. Not once did they talk about exercise. Not once did they talk about, you know, eating right. Not once did they talk about endo-3 carbonyls. And and diendola methane, the the compounds in fruits and vegetables that actually has been known to prevent breast cancer. Now, once they talk about curcumin, and 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 all these anti-cancer type of nutrients. Now, once they talk about vitamin D, vitamin D, which is probably one of the biggest cancer preventers on the planet, getting your vitamin D levels up to the to the top levels you can to the to to the level where it actually prevents illness. Not once did they talk about any of that. All they talked about was radical mastectomy and how how great this was and, and how you know how you know now people are gonna be flocking to do this. And I you know my suggestion to everyone, especially young women out there, um, know your choices, make an informed decision, and know all your options, not just one option, know all your options and ask questions and everybody listens to my show they know that i always tell and i always say ask questions and when i asked questions of these oncologists and of these doctors and they couldn't answer me my my conversation was over because if you can't answer me with a straight answer okay of why this has to be done and what what sense this makes and why this if you can't answer me if you're trying to just you know, silence me, then the conversation is over. And luckily on my end, um, everything turned out well. As far as the people in my family, everybody's healthy and well now and good to go. 
and we didn't have to do anything radical. So that's just my take on it. Again, everybody has to uh, everybody has to go, you know, make their own decisions on it. But um, again, just know whatever, just you know, just just know your options. That's just my take on it. Okay, but I'm going to post these articles. And uh, I want you guys to, you know, read up on them. One is from Mike Adams, which is Natural News. And the other is from Bruce Lipton on, uh, on a uh, EmbraceHealingCancer.com website. I'm going to post those so you guys can read those and make your own conclusions. All right. All right. So I hope you guys got some good information today. Uh, again, if you have some questions for me, you can email it to me at uh, wellnesstalk at hotmail.com. Until I speak with you uh, next week. Have a great week, everybody. Take care and be well. Check out the latest footwear innovation from Adidas, the AdiZero Adios Pro 2, which features carbon fiber energy rods that are both lightweight and precisely tuned for a more anatomical transition. Everything from the ultra-light polyester upper to the re-sculpted midsole and the reinvented outsoles are designed for speed. Visit adidas.com to learn more today. Check out the latest footwear innovation from Adidas, the AdiZero Adios Pro 2, which features carbon fiber energy rods that are both lightweight and precisely tuned for a more anatomical transition. Everything from the ultra-light polyester upper to the re-sculpted midsole and the reinvented outsoles are designed for speed. Visit adidas.com to learn more today. Cloud is powering tomorrow's transformative missions. Federal agencies are partnering with SAIC to help them meet these critical moments where bold moves require confident blueprints, where you can accelerate transformation through consistency, where you can innovate forward and never look back. SAIC quickly and securely migrates large-scale workloads to the cloud with the confidence you need to assure your mission. Learn more at saic.com cloud.